Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's get some answers to the toughest week nine questions next on Fantasy Football Today in five. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Heath Cummings to talk about some Week 9 lineup dilemmas. And we'll start at QB, where Justin Fields is Jamie Eisenberg's start of the week. And I want to get Heath's thoughts on where Justin Fields ranks this week relative to some struggling superstar or at least big-name quarterbacks. Your, your Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. Where do you have Justin Fields ranked this week relative to those four in particular? Uh, he is behind Joe Burrow, behind Lamar Jackson, um, just ahead of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. And it, it's really a situation where I've moved him up a little bit ahead of where I have him in the projections because of how good he's been for the last month and because I do believe that second-year quarterbacks generally make a leap more often than not if they're any good at all. And, you know, he was changing offenses, so I'm willing to give him a little bit longer in that process. The passing efficiency, I believe his top four games in terms of adjusted yards per attempt are in his five, last five games. And his passer rating in his most recent game was his highest, I believe, of his career, but definitely of this season. Um, so they've unleashed him in the running game, at least 60, 60 rushing yards in the last three. In the projections, I believe he's 14th. In the rankings, I've got him 11th. Yeah, I've got him in the same spot in my projections as well. So good synergy there uh, in the rankings. I, I believe he is top 12 for me. Um, the one thing that I would point out with regards to Justin Fields is one, the Bears are calling more run or pass plays over the past four games, 32 per game. That's called pass plays. You know, he gets sacked or he t- decides to run. That won't count in the scoreboard, but or in the scorebook as a pass, but, you know, counts in, in our hearts, I guess. And I guess for the purposes of, analyzing for the future the one thing otherwise i will say against him is it has felt like he's hit like one big play every week for like four straight games in a way that might not be sustainable every week like you can't necessarily count on a 40 or 50 yard catch every week and you know the numbers would look a little worse if uh if he was on the wrong side of variance but the rushing production the fact that we have six quarterbacks on by he is a a starter for me i have him Ahead of Brady, but I think the same order as the rest of them as you. Um, Let's move on to some running backs. And we've got some interesting decisions to make on Thursday night. And you you might just, if you've got Damian Pierce and Miles Sanders, you might just be starting them in in almost all circumstances. But I I will specifically ask how you're handling DeAndre Swift and Jonathan Taylor. Both missed practice on Wednesday. Not sure if that was a rest situation for either. Jonathan Taylor did seem to suffer a recurrence of his ankle injury last week. Got it taped up, played through it. DeAndre Swift limited with a, or out with an ankle and shoulder that he's been dealing with, you know, off and on all season. Where do you have Damian Pierce and Miles Sanders relative to DeAndre Swift and Jonathan Taylor? Would you actually sit Jonathan Taylor and DeAndre Swift if you had to make that decision Thursday night? There are okay, a peek behind the curtain here. There are occasions where we get to Thursday and a guy's not practiced on Wednesday or Thursday. 
and I will move him in the rankings, not because of where he is in the projections, but just because I can't start this guy over somebody on Thursday because I don't know if sure. they're going to play. And so I'll just move him all the way down. Or I don't know if the starter is going to come back, so I can't start the backup. Yeah. This is not one of those situations. Regardless of whether DeAndre Swift or Jonathan Taylor play, I would rather start Damian Pierce and Miles Sanders wow. and, six, and 16 other running backs over DeAndre Swift and Jonathan Taylor. Is Deontay Foreman one of those 16 running backs? Deontay Foreman is one of those running backs. Now, he's a more difficult case because <laughs> Chuba Hubbard came back to practice, and Deontay Foreman's only one of those 16 running backs if Chuba Hubbard's out, I will probably move, assuming that reports are positive about Hubbard on Thursday, I'll probably move Hubbard right behind Jonathan Taylor. But I will say, Foreman without Hubbard, I have ranked ahead of Swift and, Swift and Taylor, not considering Swift and Taylor's mispractice. All right, let's move on to wide receiver. And we know Mike Williams is almost certainly out with that high ankle sprain this week. We also learned on Wednesday, Keenan Allen probably isn't going to work. I don't want to say probably, may not play. He he played through the hamstring injury in week seven, didn't play in the second half. We didn't make much of it. Coming out of the bye week all of a sudden, it sounds like there's a legitimate chance that he may not play this week. So where are you ranking Josh Palmer right now? So we had Keenan Allen ranked. I'm pulling him back in my rankings as we're talking. I had him as a top 10 wide receiver for this 13th. week when I first did them, yeah. Um, the place I can see Josh Palmer moving to is 20. And it's not like there's nothing projections about that. I haven't done that yet, but I, I really, and it may be 19. I'm not going to start him over him on Ross St. Brown or Jalen Waddle or DJ Moore or Terry McLaurin or Chris Olave. None of those guys. Um, Juju is the one that I may struggle with all the way down to uh, Sunday morning. Cause I think both of those guys have pretty big upside, but a slightly low floor. Um, he'll be a number two wide receiver. You're probably starting. What about Juju Smith-Schuster and Josh Palmer? We'll, we'll compare both of those guys to the Cincinnati wide receivers coming off. You know, they salvaged it at the end with some touchdowns, but it was a pretty dispiriting game for uh, Joe Burrow and company in Cincinnati. Would you start either of those guys over Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins this week? I'm not. I'm, I'm not sorry going. for asking, but I have no, to. <laughs> I'm not going to, but I kind of want to. I, this This Carolina defense has played inspired football over the last couple of weeks. They've got Brian Burns, who can get after the quarterback as good as just about anybody in the NFL, and the Bengals' offensive line looks awful. So I, I, I kind of want to, but no. As of now, I've got both Higgins and Boyd um, as borderline number one wide receivers, 11th and 15th in my rankings, and I would start them both over Juju and Josh Palmer. I think they, they, like they both have win-you-the-week upside, and I, I'm not going to sit that. That makes sense. It's, it's a, a little bit of a scary situation given how bad that Bengals offense looked, but they looked bad early in the season and then they started to figure things out eventually as well. So I think they, they deserve the benefit of the doubt. And that's going to do it for F15 and 5 for Thursday. We'll be back on Friday with recap of Thursday Night Football and some more start sick questions. We'll see you then. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 